All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. Adam's leaving. To the line, Hughes scores! In this existence, take you to the sun. First career NHL goal, Quinn Hughes makes it 1-0. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in and Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. I'm going to start today's episode, Chris, by making a statement. 
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, CONVODD. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. It does not get much better than that, folks. I'm stating this. My name is David Quadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. I am stating that this is... The Canucks conversation. This statement was brought to you by the Nation Network. Yeah, company man. <laughs> know what I'm doing today? Uh, don't start. Yeah, I'm starting. Okay, you know what, what I'm doing today? A little you, different. What are you doing today? Uh, have you ever have you seen these videos on TikTok? Of uh, a lot of them are I've noticed stay at home girlfriends do these, where they're like, "Here's a day in the life of me as a stay at home <laughs> girlfriend yes, or yes, whatever." I've seen. I'm familiar. So I decided to make one. I don't know if I'm going to do that voice. Are you going to do the ASMR? <laughs> I might do the uh, the voice of like the, <laughs> "Hey, it's here. I'm drinking my uh, my Car- grass caramel and, macchiato." Like, no, it's always in the morning they do the same. This is my uh, grass ground up with uh, yes, ginger okay. yep. and this. I'm taking a shot. Then I made my boyfriend his favorite teriyaki chicken bowl. He loves it. That's what all the videos are. But I'm doing a today is the day in the life of a hockey reporter covering the Vancouver Canucks or Canucks Army. And I've done everything that I've done today. I've recorded video of it. And of nice. course, today was a pretty busy day with uh, what we're about to get to with the Bo Horvat statement. But uh, check it out. It'll be on TikTok. I hope did by you the do end like, of the night. Did you do like, yeah, so first I wake up and then I walk to the window and read some poetry. Like, did um, you do that part? Because those are always in there. Well, I don't do that. So, no, I wasn't like <laughs> Yeah, you think they stuff. do that every day? Are you kidding me? Maybe. Come on. I don't know. No, mine was like, I wake up, make coffee. Yell at quads. Get ready to get yelled at at quads <laughs> who skipped the uh, big company meeting this morning. So, oh, better, I, better things to I'll, do. I'll tell this. Pro- this is probably more of a Patreon story, but... Uh, yeah, I'll tell it another time. Patreon.com slash Canucks Convo. We got to do a Patreon here. Yeah, soon. we will. And I'll tell that story. Anyways, I'm not going to tease it that much. But uh, yeah, okay. Bo so yeah, statement. TikTok, it's coming up soon. Yeah, that'll be That's nice. the big story of the day. Also, welcome to... Uh, actually, I don't think he puts his real name out there. Welcome to at Canucks Videos uh, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. He is a member of the Canucks Army team now. Mm-hmm. Um, he is... I, I don't think he puts his real name out there. So he I'm does. Gonna, he does? Yeah, well, he does on his podcast. I've heard him talk. Okay, well, podcast. I'm not going to just in case. But sure. uh, I you've met probably at, uh... seen his TikToks. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about the work that I do. This is what, what I spent my Friday about? doing was getting him onto Canucks Army. So check out the Canucks Army TikTok. He'll be making TikToks for us now. I met him at uh, training camp in Whistler. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm on the TikTok myself now. Yeah. Pash, I, uh... Pashby from the UK says hello. Oh, very nice. Okay, why, why are we delaying this? Why are we delaying the inevitable here? We need to talk about the Vancouver Canucks, and we need to talk about Bull Horvat. Let's do it. Stay, you're a little rattled because we forgot to hit record on the I broadcast. <laughs> um, okay, well, now that let's means start I here. Do 45 minutes of editing, so that'll be in my TikTok. That's okay. Um, let, let's start Actually, here. I'm supposed to. I got to get a video of you walking in or something, oh, but okay. I can't because of the other camera here. And I take off so Alex, quick, you won't even be able to. Yeah, and I'll forget. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk here, Chris, because yesterday, you heard it on yesterday's episode, folks, and if you haven't, you've probably seen it on Canucks Army, you've seen it on Twitter, wherever you get your news, you've seen it by now. Uh, there was a report from Rick Dollywall yesterday that was, you know, um, backed up by Pierre Lebrun, not that Dollywall needs any backing up, but everybody's kind of talking about this, uh, about how Bo Horvat has rejected the Canucks' latest contract extension offer. Um didn't really come as much of a surprise, I suppose, but Bo Horvat put out a statement today. That came as a surprise, I'd like mm-hmm. to say. Um, Bo Horvat didn't want to talk about it. That, wasn't, that was what 
wasn't a surprise, if that makes sense. What was surprising is that there was a statement put out uh, through the team. You just don't see that super often in this kind of situation. Uh, Bo Horvat faced the music. He spoke to the media, and you know he was asked about. He wasn't asked about you know more about things that the statement already answered. He just was asked why put out the statement. Like why did you feel the need to do that? And he you know he apologized to his teammates. He let's said play he the audio, wanna, Alex. Yeah, let's play Quads the audio. Has no idea. Let's hear the audio from uh, from Bo Horvat talking about why. He put out the statement because, yeah, we'll get to the statement in just a minute. You know what? Let's get to the statement first. Read it off here. You got it in front of you. Um, uh, you want me to read it? I thought I didn't know what I was talking about. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. I'll read it then. Uh, this is the statement from Bo Horvat released by the Canucks. Uh, they sent this out in an email. Did they tweet this out too or was this an email uh, to the media? An email to the, to the press. Okay, an email to the press. Uh, the quote from Bo Horvat says, I am focused on this season and playing for the Vancouver Canucks, helping the team in any way I can. I will not have any further comments this year about my future. So... Here are some further comments from Bo Horvat about his future because we obviously went into the locker room uh, and here's some of the audio that we grabbed. This is Bo Horvat on why he put out the statement. At uh, this point, it's just it's it's not about me. I mean, uh, you know, I've always wanted to keep this kind of thing confidential, and I've always, um, right from the beginning of the season, uh, when the season started, I just wanted to focus on hockey, focus on the team and, and winning games and, and trying to lead this team by example and, and not let this be a distraction and um, you know that's why I kind of released a statement where I just want to you know people to respect my, my privacy and, and my choice to um, you know keep this confidential and private and and right now I'm just trying to focus on the team and that's winning games trying to make the playoffs and, and um, trying to lead by example night in and night out and I feel bad for my teammates having to you know hear all about about this um you know, in the media, and uh, I don't want it to be a distraction, so I apologize to them. And for me, it's just uh, focusing on winning hockey games here. So I, I, you know, I've been at every home game, aside for the one on Saturday. Seen a lot of uh, post-game interviews with Horvat. Done a lot of practice, post-practice interviews with Bo Horvat in the locker room. And there's times where like he's down, right? Like he's, you know, the team lost, and he still has to come out and speak. Like I don't want to say he was like emotional about this one, but you could see that there was like a. The tone in his voice, the tone in his voice, kind of sounds the same as it does after Canucks loss. But I don't know. You could see that uh, kind of sparkle in your eye, you know, when you really get in uh, what you're talking about is a situation like this. So um, I found it interesting enough to just have a statement be put out because obviously, like the report yesterday from Rick Dolly, well, that went around the league. I I even saw it. Uh, you know, I watch. Uh, I throw Tim and Sid on after this show. I go and watch that, or Tim and whatever, or Sid and whoever. I don't know. One of those guys is gone. Tim Anyways, and friends. Tim, Tim and Cal. So I'm who watching. me on Twitter. Wow, that must be uh, good for you. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, watching them, and, and that's one of the first things that's brought up with Friedman. So this story is all around the league right now, uh, and I'm sure this statement is not going to uh, put water on the fire at this point. Um, it, it, you know, it's clear that Bo Horvat is trending towards not being with the Vancouver Canucks for long term. It's trending towards a trade being the best option for the Canucks' future. Um, and it's weird because, like, I feel like uh, there might have been some worry of just, like, you know, maybe the Canucks want to hang on to him for a playoff run. I don't think that's even, like, has a chance of happening anymore. The, to the point that we've gotten to right now with the statement now being released uh, by the Vancouver Canucks to the media, there's uh, there's no turning back, right? Like, this, this is now the team taking calls on who can give the best offer for Bo Horvat. And think about like Frank Saravalli's uh, article was it about, you know, a few weeks ago. Like he, I think the title of it was like, what begin the bidding for Canucks captain Bo Horvat. And by the way, Frank Saravalli is going to join us on Thursday. So I'm sure he's got a lot to say about this. So we'll get some stuff from him on Thursday about this as well. 
But yeah, it, it, that is it. Like it, it's time to begin the bidding. Who can give the best package here? put together for Bo Horvat, and that's where we're going to go from here because I don't think uh, there's any chance, really, of him coming back now. You don't come back from a statement. You can't what? come back from a statement. Yeah, what, what do you even say about this? Exactly. Like, that's the thing, and I know, you know, there, there's some people out there that are pointing out and being like, well, you know, Horvat just wants money, and he doesn't want to take a hometown discount to stay with the Canucks, and I'm sorry, but why would he take a hometown discount to stay with this team? And, like, you know, there's there's people, and it's not just Sid, who you were just talking about, people saying stuff like, you know, get out while you can. This is your out. Like, Bo Horvath's done a lot for this organization, right? Like, he's he's been their captain. He's come out and, like you just said. Uh, Carried a lot of water for this yep. organization. He, he has. He's been, a, he's been a good captain. Like, he's, he's really good with the media. He knows how to handle the Vancouver media. And, like, he's been a very good captain for this team. And, look, like, I know they haven't won anything, right? But... You look at the wingers that Bo Horvat's had, and again, I talked about this yesterday, where Bo Horvat's been here for, what, 10 years now? Approaching 10 years? They, he has not had consistent wingers at any point. Like, Sven Berchi and Brock Besser are the most consistent wingers Bo Horvat's had. That's it. That's your captain. I was talking about this yesterday, and I don't just want to reiterate exactly what I said yesterday, but you look at it, and Bo Horvat wants to win, right? We don't think the Canucks are close to winning. We don't think Bo Horvat's going to get them closer to winning, right? Like, that mm-hmm. that's what we talk about. He's a great player. He's a great goal scorer. Signing him right now to whatever it would take to sign him, which is probably north of $8 million, let's be honest here, on a max term deal. He's probably going to get 7, seven by 8 or 8.5 on the open market, right? To, and, and keep in mind, he could sign with the team that uh, trades for right, him, yeah. right? So there's that in mind, too. But what I'm trying to say here is just that through all these years... The Canucks haven't done anything to win, and the one year that they did, where they got to the bubble, and Bo was really good in the playoffs, right? Didn't have to play a matchup role in that playoff series, right? Really freed him up offensively, okay? Then they go and lose the guys that Bo is close with on the team, the veteran leadership on the team with, you know, Chris Tanev, Jacob Marsham, I don't have to go through the list, all those guys. Uh, Tyler Foley, Troy Stetcher, those guys that, you know, were glue guys in the room, let's be honest here. Losing all those guys in free agency, what did they end up keeping from that? Jake Vertanen and who was the other player that got prioritized? Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, I, sorry. Bad really recall anybody. off the top of my head. But regardless. Mostly those players just ended up walking. Yes, exactly. Um, and again, this isn't try- to say like, oh, they should have kept Markstrom. They should have kept Tanev. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is they didn't do enough to fill in the gaps left by those guys. And as a result, their team wasn't competitive. And... Bo sees that, right? And he sees where the team's at right now, and he sees that he's almost at a 60-goal pace right now, and the team can't do anything. Like, they can't do anything. They can't win games, and it's not his fault. Again, talk about the square peg being pushed into a round hole. Bo's not a shutdown center. If we were talking about Bo Horvat in the context of, wow, here's a really good second-line center who you don't have to put out against top competition that can absolutely feast on anybody he's put up against offensively. Yeah. In a second line role, this this is a second line center that can score you up. Like th- he can score you forty goals this he, year. He could be the best second line scoring center in the NHL. Yeah, right. Like seriously, he could if he continues to play like he is right now. And um, Lisa's got a comment in here into the into the YouTube chat. She says uh, he deserves the good contract, not Miller. And I think just looking at the decisions and the way things have evolved this year, of where like Pedersen and Mikheyev looks really good as a defensive line right yeah. whoever you play with them it depends it changes the look obviously defensively but you could start to say that Pedersen and Mikheyev can match up against other teams tops that'll give you the opportunity to have 
Horvat as your second line. Now you're going to have to rely on JT Miller being the center of that second line when Bo Horvat gets traded. So decisions were made in the offseason, and that's where we're at right now. Also, uh, got to get to this. Corey Anderson jumped in the chat. Corey listens to the show a lot. We appreciate it. Appreciate the uh, the interaction. I'm just using this as an example because there's a lot of fans that agree with Corey here. Mm-hmm. Corey said, stop blaming the wingers. Wingers go to die on Bo's line. He's not a line-driving distributing center. That's true. Bo's not a playmaking center, but he's still the captain of this team, and because of the lack of depth on this team for years, they haven't been able to find anybody that fits with him. That's that's not on Bo. Like mm. I'm talking, I'm not necessarily even talking about like, hey, Connor Garland's not working out with Bo Horvat or Nils Hoglander's not working out with Bo Horvat or whatever. Okay, I'm not talking about that. Like you look at the list of names. There's the Louis Eriksons, Tanner Pearson. Almost fit for a good chunk of time, right? Like Tanner Pearson was almost a mainstay on Bo's line. It's not it's not Bo Horvat's fault that Tanner Pearson can't finish as much as he used to, maybe, right? Like you you just look at this team and the construction during the years of Bo Horvat. Like Travis Green at multiple points came out to the media and said, I I've given Bo the chance to come vent to me about the lack of wingers he's played with and you know the the position we've been putting him in and Bo's never complained Bo never complained this was during like I'm not talking right now I'm talking during like 2016 to 2020 or whatever it was when Travis was saying this stuff about you know I've given Bo the chance to you know vent to me a little bit and he he never does he never complains so that's what I'm trying to point out here They've never once been able to find this guy a mainstay staple wingers. Like, we've talked every year about this is the year Bo Horvat gets some wingers because the team went out and got depth, and it never works. And again, some of that is on Bo. Some of that is on Bo for not being a player that can just work with anybody. Like, Elias Pettersson, for example, right? Like, Elias Pettersson can work with basically anybody. But still, you want to find him mainstay wingers. You want to find him wingers that don't leave. And right now, it looks like he might have that in Andre Kuzmenko and Ilya Mikheyev. But with Bo Horvat... He's just never had that. Like, he's had Sven Berchi. Sven Berchi and him look good for a bit. But Sven Berchi, evidently, wasn't an NHL player when right. all was said and done, right? So your, your best winger to play with Bo Horvat turns out not to be an NHL player. Then you've got Brock Besser, who you like more with Elias Pettersson because Elias Pettersson's just a better center than Bo Horvat, right? Putting him in this shutdown role where he's got to play with Louis Erickson. There's a good example. Like, it's not Bo's fault that Louis Erickson can't score, Yet Bo is forced to play with Louis Erickson on a line, on a shutdown line. Like on a line that's expected to match up against the other team's best lines. It's just, look, I get that Bo isn't this this amazing center. And again, this is partly why we say the Canucks shouldn't be the one to sign this ticket. Canucks shouldn't yep. be the ones to sign him to this contract. Bo isn't going to go out there and make who he plays with better, Right. But he still needs wingers that are going to help him achieve what he's capable of doing. And we see what he's capable of doing right now. Most of that is coming on the power play. Like, hell, even look at JT Miller. Like, JT Miller's working out with Bo. Like, those two probably aren't going to get separated. The only problem with that is JT Miller's supposed to be a center. And he's going to be your highest paid forward. I, I'm, I'm not going to get into this more. But my point is, is that... There's no reason for Bo Horvat to take a hometown discount to stay uh, with this team. And it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. And I don't I don't fault Bo for that. I don't think he's selfish for doing that. Bo wants to win. He's the opportunity to win and get paid more if he leaves. And that's exactly what he's going to do. Yep. And to Corey's point, uh, Corey also replied and he said, great players make players better. And that's the thing about Bo Horvat is like, he's not, he's not a first line center, right? Like he isn't that. He, yeah. 
he is a very good second line center and you could probably take him in the category like listen he's a really good player and he's going to be great on your power play if you use him in the bumper like the Canucks have used him that's where a lot of his production comes from yeah right let's be honest a lot of his production comes from his work on the power play but five on five as well like you see and there have like the player who's assisted the most of Bo Horvat's goals this season JT Miller the player that Bo Horvat has assisted for the most this season JT Miller. So yeah. they have been able to put some production together at five on five as well. And they're kind of coming together for that at five on five. Obviously they've played a lot together. So it's like, you know, you, you probably have to start to see what the rates are of them playing together and how much they're assisting on each other. But listen, Horvat's going to go somewhere and he's going to be very productive wherever he goes. And he's obviously like the face offs is going to be another big addition for a team. Um, every team wants to have that kind of guy who has this sort of leadership quality that Horvat does. And it, I, I feel like Horvat, like, I really think that he he likes being the captain of Vancouver, right? That's why I think it was a little emotional for him today to kind of talk about it. It's not like he was in tears, but you could, I just, you could feel a different emotion than it was from a loss from Bo Horvat feeling down. This was a different kind of Horvat feeling down situation. Um, I just, I, I, I think he's going to fit in really well with like a well-put-together team with a strong leadership group that's playing good hockey right now. Like, he is going to absolutely flourish wherever he goes. Like, you know, if it's Boston, if it's Colorado, if it's the Islanders, wherever he ends up going this season, like, and I think Canucks fans will probably do like, they'll be rooting for him a little bit. Like whoever yep. he goes to, like, you're going to want to see Horvat have success. He, he put in a lot of effort here in Vancouver and listen, he's not traded today. He's not traded tomorrow. Maybe, but uh, I, I think we are to your point yesterday when you said maybe this happens around the deadline. Does, does this make you think it's going to be sooner? Cause I'm still in the camp of like, this could be done next week. This could be done in three weeks. I don't I'm know. I'm not if even it's gonna, gonna bother go. trying to throw it out. We don't know. Yeah. Well, we I, don't know. I just I I think the worry of him getting injured is, is something that like obviously you're not worried about it every day. He's going out there. And he plays a strong game. He's also a player who really hasn't missed a lot of games over his career, uh, aside from kind of finishing off last season with the injury. Like he hasn't missed a lot of games. So I don't think you're super worried about the injury thing. But I think like you want to get this done sooner rather than later with, with Horvat. Now that there's a statement out there, now yeah, that yeah, his yeah. agents had these reports from Rick Dollywell, like, yeah, I think this is done sooner rather than later. People are pointing out in the chat that, and rightfully so, that Bo's never really been the setup guy. He needs people to get him pucks. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. Absolutely, it's he does. He's just not your typical center who's like the playmaker. He's not that, but he's still a really good center. He's a good player, and you yeah. need to surround him with good players. And again, that's why free agency is probably very enticing to Bo, because he's going to go to a place yeah, it's like where they lap, can say, lap hey, way. You're gonna get you're gonna get to play with our best wingers because we really believe in your goal scoring ability. And he doesn't have that in Vancouver. And that's Lapway's comment is uh he's a second line center asking for first line salary. Simple trade him. Yeah. I mean that's what's gonna happen. It's it's not gonna be surprising if it ever happens. Like uh, Well want, you you're sorry, hold it's on a second. It's gonna sec. happen here soon. Hold on a sec. Uh what is JC Miller making? Do you consider JT Miller first line salary? Because JC well, Miller's not, not even a center for you right now. No, so he, he, sorry, but you know but, what? He is going to have to go back to center. When absolutely. Gets moved. It's he not going to be stud Nico. Absolutely. What I'm pointing out is just that that criticism that he's like, he's a second line center asking for first line money. Better have that same energy about JT Miller. And I agree with the, I agree with the commenter here. Like I fully agree with the uh, person in the chat that's saying that, but look like JT Miller's making first line center money right now too. And, He's not even a center. He's not even your second line center. Yeah, yeah I don't, whatever. I'm Go getting ahead. ripped in the chat for my fit too. I just saw this. I just looked back a little bit. Jeff saying I look. Jeff says I look like I work at McDonald's. And then I also what? What's the other one here? I look like the offensive coordinator. For the, okay, Alex, you're done. What the heck's going on? You want fries with that, Alex? What is oh going gosh. on here? 
Oh my goodness! Big Mac, no onions. Uh, for the podcast listeners, Alex just put uh, that's going to be behind uh, the me for the rest of the damn day, isn't McDonald's, it? McDonald's uh, background behind Chris. Uh, damn it, McDonald's Alex. counter. You really do look like you're working at McDonald's. Well, you, wow. Well, maybe you have this one too. Favorite. This one is from Sam. Favorite trying out as the offense coordinator for the BC Lions. <laughs> you got the football field behind me. You're just trying to make fun of me, Alex. <gasps> Oh my gosh! Jeez, I put together all these graphics. I get half of them forty seconds late. That is too good. Come okay. on, uh, go, you, chat's loving it. You were at you were at practice today. Yeah. Uh, some changes to the lineup. It looks like. Yeah, let's Cox. get to that instead. What it, put that behind me, Alex? Please. Um, so we got some changes to the lineup. Some big changes to the lineup, if you ask me. Uh, let's get started with the top line uh, as we continue to talk about Bo Horvat. Uh, so him and JT Miller have a new line mate quads, and if you would have guessed. I don't know how many picks it would have taken before you got to Jack Studnika as uh, as the guy playing on the right wing of the Vancouver Canucks' top line. He came out in top line red, and I was like, huh, are they using, like, an extra? Like, who's going to be in that spot? And then nobody else came out there uh, in that top line red. So here's a quote from, from Studnika. You're laughing. Let me get the quote out first before you make fun of me even more. Uh, this is from, from Jack. He said, uh, Bruce is trying to figure me out as a player, and I'm trying to figure out him as a coach. And for him to give me this opportunity, it's awesome, and I'm looking forward to taking advantage of it. You know, a little bit of a bigger body getting an opportunity. What do you like? Go ahead, say it. What's the, what's the comment? What, am, what are they saying now? Nop said, looks like the Woodgrove A&W. Funny, yeah, don't get me. That's the... I've got my old A&W outfit somewhere. Please wear it tomorrow. Yeah, probably will. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. We're, we're done laughing at you. Chat, be nice to Chris. Yeah, all right. The chat's not going to stop. Uh, I'm going to stop. Go ahead. Right. Um, so, Jack Nika, like you said, yeah, getting big a big opportunity for this kid yeah. to go out there and Speaking play. Speaking of Bo Horvat getting consistent wingers, oh, Jack yeah, Nika. Here's Jack Nika for you, Bo. Anyways, I, I'm not going to continue no, this I, conversation. I, I had a little one-on-one with Jack after practice because everybody's uh, everybody's diving. I don't know why everyone would want to talk to Luke Shen so bad today, uh, but I snuck off and talked to Bear. I got the Bear audio. We'll get to that in a minute. Alex, you can prepare that while you flip whatever, find another McDonald's to put me in. Um, Studnika, yeah, playing on that line. He just said, like, with those two players and, and specifically, like, creating offense, it's north-south. That's all you really got to do with these guys. And I, I found that kind of interesting because think about, like, Huglander who was in that spot, Connor Garland that was in that spot. Like, those guys are very east-west type of players, move the puck around and, you know, through the neutral zone. I, if Studnik is going to have success, it's going to be going forward and backwards with these guys, right? Like, you are going to get yourself into scoring chances. A lot of them are probably going to come um, from quick rushes and, and you know, three-on-twos, two-on-one situations if you present it that way. So, like, I think if Studnika can do that, you know, well, interested to see. This is a young guy still who, who's going to get an opportunity. He's going to be the Canucks' second-line center in, a, in two weeks when Horvat gets moved. But uh, we'll see what happens here moving forward. But, you know, I even asked him about playing on the wing, and he, he says it, it's nice to see, like, a little bit of a different view of the ice when you're playing on the wing, but he liked playing at center. He's a natural center is what he told me. So um, we'll see if he's back at center, if he's going to stick on the wing for a little bit. Here's the other big. This is probably bigger for me. Um, Quinn Hughes and Ethan Bear. Now the top defense pairing for the Vancouver Canucks uh, from practice today anyways. Found it very interesting uh, that those two players are playing together. A little bit of maybe a worry about that being a smaller pairing. I asked Ethan Bear about it because I chatted with Bear a little bit today too. Um, we can run that audio now, Alex. Uh, this is Ethan Bear talking about the line being a smaller pairing but him not being so worried about it. At the end of the day, we get paid to do a job, and that's what it's about. And it doesn't matter how big or size you are. It's it's about you know bringing that compete, and and you know using your skills, using your skills, and, and that what got you here to break the pucks out. Obviously, there's bigger guys. You're not going to be able to move around, but you got to be um, creative in order in ways to get the puck. 
and move it forward. And that's, you know, that's something I've figured out uh, in this league. Um, I'm not a bigger guy, but I can sure hold my own against bigger guys. I battle hard. Um, but, you know, for me and Huggy, if, you know, if we do go out tomorrow, it's just going to be, for me, just being solid defensively, moving the puck quick. And, um, you know, I'll try, I'll try to help him out there. But I know he's good in his own end, too. I'll just try to keep encouraging him to do good. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I mean, I like Ethan Bear. I do too. They're going to have to play a little different, right? They are smaller. Uh, it's going to be a smaller pairing, and, and specifically for for Bear, right? I mean, like, or sorry, for Hughes, right? Like you're going from Luke Shen to Ethan Bear. It's a very different uh, look as your partner. Um, and yeah, I think it could be good at moving the puck, but I, I wonder what they're going to end up looking like in their own zen. And, and I found it interesting the quote that he said there about, you know, yeah, they're not the biggest bodies, but they have to defend a little different, be a little smarter with how they defend, but also. You just want to be good positionally, too. I mean, that's something I think the Canucks have struggled with so much. And it's not just because big bodies are being able to push their way to the crease. It's just because, like, the Canucks aren't in the right spot to defend the crease. So I, I think this could be a pairing that looks half decent. I think they've looked good together in the small uh, kind of, like, shifts that they've had. Feels like late in games, down by one. It feels like that's the pairing that's gone together. Uh, Ethan Bear seems to be the guy who's trusted to go out there uh, as the second defenseman in overtime. So, like... Yeah, you're, you're, I think you got you got your two best puck-moving defensemen now playing together, so I'm excited to watch these two. And, uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, I've seen that pairing be tossed around a lot. The Huggy Bear pair, and Lisa threw that in there. So the Huggy Bear pair getting an opportunity uh, looks like tomorrow in Calgary, so we'll be interested to see how that works out. Yeah, absolutely. Again, like we'll see tomorrow morning um, what it looks like. I'm, that's a high-risk, high-reward pairing, right? Like Ethan Bear, Quinn Hughes, because mm-hmm. I think if it works out, it's going to work out pretty well. And again, like you talk about guys that you think might be here for the long run. 
I think you have to put Ethan Bear in that list, and I've said it before, and I don't think I'm saying anything new. I don't think there's many out there that would agree, or disagree, excuse me, that Ethan Bear's probably a guy you want to keep around, if possible. And again, he needs a new contract at the end of this year, so it'll be interesting what he gets. Let's uh, let's talk about some other quick quick things. Another pairing that got changed, uh, Kyle Burrows, King Kyle, uh, he is up now with Tyler Myers playing uh, on that third pairing. So, with a result of Kyle Burrows going in, that means Riley Stillman is on the outside looking in. He was skating with Dermott today on the, on what the Canucks' fourth pairing kind of looks like. You're still, you know, still wondering what's going on with Dermott. We haven't really got, been able to get an update here. But uh, he's still practicing, and he's practicing hard. So it uh, looks like Burrows will go in. He'll play with Myers, um, and that means that Stillman will come out. So, like, completely different pairs, right? Because now you're going to have OEL and Luke Shedd playing together. So, uh, foot speed, yo, baby. Yeah. Like I was just about to say, um, you better hope that they're leaning on some guys. Cause, uh, the foot speed there will be interesting to watch play out. Uh, and then finally, uh, Huglander was the extra at practice today. He had the uh, fourth line, uh, white Jersey on, uh, and the Garland dries Besser line back together. Anything you want to dive into from what I just uh, said all there, the fourth line stays the same, by the way, Nils Huglander getting off that top line, especially in place of Jack Studnika. You know, yeah, I don't know. If I can cut in here with Huglander, get him in the AHL. Yeah. Right? Get him in the AHL. Get Lane Peterson up here, right? He's got 14 goals in 16 games. Get Lane Peterson up here. Like, just whatever. Have him skate around with NHL players. See what he looks like in practice. Because, listen, the dude's got 14 goals in 16 AHL games since coming here to Vancouver. Like, he's uh, he's been excellent ever since he was traded to the, uh, to the Canucks organization. Throw him a bone. Throw Lane Peterson a bone. Get him over there. And then get Pod Colson and Huglander playing together. Hell yeah. Get them playing together with you know, Chase Waters out there or something. Canucks won that trade. Or, well, we'll see what happens. Oh, come on. Lane Peterson? Lane Peterson alone wins you that trade. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Who'd, Ethan, they, who'd they trade for? Is, now i got to look it up. You're yeah, it was Lane Peterson. It was Ethan was, Bear and Lane Peterson right? together. Right. Yeah, for a yeah. fifth-round pick. Okay, yeah, they won that trade. I was thinking he was in the Myrenberg deal for a second. No, the Canucks may not have won that trade. But no. hey, Jack Studnik is playing in the NHL. Where the hell's Jonathan Myrenberg? Ooh. Forgot all about him. And Mikey DiPietro. Mikey DiPietro. Uh, not good for the quads take machine, Ooh, but no. uh, he's in the ECHL and he's not doing great. a tough year for the quads take machine. Yeah. Well, last year we were What do you fired. think from these line We were due for some regression. What do you expect from Studnika here? This is a big opportunity for him. This is probably the biggest opportunity of his career, right? He wants to he wants to show Bruce what kind of player he is, so let's see what kind of player he is. I I haven't been blown away by Studnika, but again, what I said about Studnika last week uh remains true. Get yeah. this guy in the lineup, put him in positions to succeed, right? Like you don't want another bottom six winger out of this guy. He scored a lot in junior. See if you can maybe turn him into a middle six winger or yeah. a middle six center, right? Like he's probably not gonna be a top line player. Even What's though he's twenty three years old. Yeah. Even though he's being deployed like one, um, he's probably not going to be a top-line player, but see what you have in him. That's what this season should sure. be for. Figure out who's going to be here for the long haul. Don't go into it not knowing what you have and then make the mistake and let go of a guy, mm. i.e. Nick Dowd. There's a name. Yeah, Nick Dowd. Good player, fourth-liner. Uh, I wanted to, uh, yeah, somebody, uh, Henrik asked in the chat, uh, Elias Pettersson, 100%. Looked like it at practice. He was, uh, he's sick. He's back on the ice. I also, like, uh, I didn't see the, the dinner that they did last night. I didn't see any photos or videos of Pettersson, so maybe he wasn't in attendance for that either. I would hope not. Can we quickly touch on the Kuzmenko stuff, though? Yeah, Kuzmenko's, what you're wearing 
looks like Kuzmenko's hair yesterday. It was Kuzmenko's hair is unreal. He he needs a haircut. Yeah, he probably does. But like, I was thinking, do you think he's had a haircut since coming over here? Maybe no, like, maybe absolutely not. not. Based right? on that video, absolutely yeah. not. Oh, he looked uh, looked awesome last night. Uh, great, great head of hair for him. Um, and Ty's asking in the chat, what happened to Joshua's tryout higher in the lineup? He it's might over. be. They didn't run power plays today. I'd be. I'd be curious to see if he's still on the second power play unit. But uh, it didn't really last much longer than one practice. That uh, listen, we were told not to read into it. We didn't read into it too much yesterday on the show. Today is the lines. I think we got to read into because this is what I think we'll see tomorrow. Uh, and a couple of players mentioned it. Like I think Studnika mentioned it to me that like, you know, you can hear the players like if I play there tomorrow, if I play there tomorrow. But like him and Bear were both like when we play tomorrow. So I think that this is these are two things we're going to see uh, in the line. Up tomorrow as they face the Calgary Flames tomorrow. Big game uh, against the Flames here, and uh, we'll see what happens there. Okay, let's get to our next thing. Alex, get your ticker going. I know you love that thing down there. Biggest... Now when we say get it up, Alex, we're going to be talking about getting the menu behind you. No, don't. Get I'm... it up, Alex. I'm throwing that green screen out the window after this. I'm going to put it on the TikTok of me throwing a green screen out from the <laughs> Day in the life. Ugh. Okay, go ahead. Surprises so far. You told me to prepare. Yeah. I prepared for this. Okay. I'll let you get started then if you're fully prepared. What's the biggest surprise of the season so far for the Vancouver Canucks? The Bo Horvat saga. You get the, the team overview up here, Alex. So I'll, I'll I'll give you the reason why I say the That's biggest quite. surprise is Bo Horvat. And I say the Bo Horvat saga because there's more to it. I'm not just talking about statement. I'm, just not, I'm not talking just about, um, you know, him being the guy that ends up looking like he's going to be leaving the organization when everybody thought it was going to be JT Miller that was traded at last year's deadline. I'm talking about the fact that Bo Horvat right now is on pace to score over 60 goals. Like, yeah. that's what I'm talking about is most surprising, I think. And the fact that Bo really priced himself out of Vancouver. And again, I don't know this for a fact, but you have to think that what Bo was asking for at the start of the season is different than what Bo is asking for right now. And you also might wonder, and again, this is me speculating, I don't know this for sure, that the Canucks' most recent offer that Bo has now turned down was probably what Bo was asking for at the start of the year, right? Like, do you think it's safe to say that? Yeah, I think you would have gotten Horvat cheaper than Miller in the offseason. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think how you could see otherwise, really. Unless Horvat was, like, confident this is the year he's going to score 60. <laughs> he, well, like, didn't want to sign in that In terms deal. of total dollars, I think it would have been similar. Like, I yeah, think he might have got, maybe got Bo eight at eight years yeah. for $7 million. Like, I think Bo probably takes that. But, like, same total value, Wasn't obviously. the rumor of it was somewhere in the fives? No, no. That was that was a report from Saravalli that right. the Canucks, when they started the negotiation process, they started at the Ryan Nugent Hopkins number. Mm, and right. there, was, there was different reports that that hurt Bo's feelings and everything, but... I don't know. I, it's a negotiation. I, I'm not really going to give that too much time. Okay. Uh, but obviously, like I'm not saying Frank was wrong. Frank, from all all accounts, was right that that's where the Canucks started. Was saying, look at Ryan June Hopkins' deal. That's what we kind of view you as. And hey, like there's a lot of people that would would agree with that. I think. Mm-hmm. But both scoring at a much higher rate than Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, right now. Yeah, let's get other people's ideas in here in the chat. What's the biggest surprise for you so far this season? I see a few of them coming in. Um, Clay, I'll, I'll, if I can remember, I'll get to your question a little bit later uh, in the ch- in the uh, prospects report. But uh, Corey says Demko's playing injury. Yeah, that's something that I wrote down here. Yeah, as well that's fair. Kind of up. That's mean, probably the, my second one. The injury is probably not surprising, but uh, the play I think is has been you know wild to see. And then obviously, I don't know what his off season uh, led into this point up to the season up to what his play was like earlier on in the year. But uh, 
yeah, interesting to to see how the you know whatever happened to him in the off season, something uh, didn't uh, click when the season started, and that's unfortunate uh, for Demko. That's one of the I, things. I think I'm more still. I'll say it. I think I'm more surprised about Horvat because mm-hmm. look, like, and again, this isn't just because I talked to Kevin Woodley, but. You know, you talk to multiple people, and you know, you kind of know what's going on with Demko. You know, there's an off-season surgery where he's got to start a little bit later. Uh, I don't want to say he rushed himself, but you know, he did come here earlier from San Diego, and um, after getting married, he jumped right into it with Ian Clark. He was one of the first guys here out at eight rinks in Burnaby. We were watching those sessions, and hmm. like all I know is that that is a different routine than Thatcher Demko is used to in the offseason. And again, I'm not saying, oh, I called it because I definitely didn't. I didn't think Demko was going to be this bad. But it doesn't surprise me as much as both scoring at the rate we've seen and just how everything's unfolded right down to JT Miller being the player that gets prioritized by this team. Mm-hmm. I think that surprises me more as the whole saga. I didn't see that coming at all. I think if you had told me that What's happening with Bo Horvat, like, hey, yeah, by the way, we're going to be more than a quarter way through the year. Bo's still going to be scoring at a 60-goal pace. Uh, we're going to be a quarter of the way through. Bo's going to put a statement. Uh, there's going to be this going on, this going on. Everything that's happened with Bo Horvat, you told me that. And then you also told me, oh, and Thatcher Demko's going to struggle and he's going to get injured. I would say that I would have a harder time believing the Horvat thing than the Demko thing. That's why I put it higher. Hmm. I would uh, be the opposite. Really? Yeah, I'd have a harder time believing... Uh... Oh, wait, no, you said the opposite. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, oh, excited no, uh, yeah, you're trying I, to explain this I, I one. think it would be more, I would more believe that the Horvat thing would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Double negative to me there. Um, but uh, Ty's got another point here. Uh, surprises the positive production from the lesser lights in the lineup. Unsung Hero Award should have Spencer na- Spencer Martin's name on it. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in the equation. I think, uh, listen, the other names I wanted to bring up was like, um, and we're kind of, we've done a couple of uh, not so positive stories. So a positive one is like what the pro scouting department has done with Ethan bear, finding him and being able to grab him and get him into the lineup. He's now playing with Quinn Hughes on the top pairing uh, on top of that. Niels Amon, what, uh, what have I said of um, Fabergasted by everything that uh, the Niels Amon has done so far this year? He's still playing in the lineup, man. He's still an everyday player. He's come in and he was at development camp, right? This guy was at development camp with the Vancouver Canucks. He's playing in the lineup. He doesn't, you know, doesn't come out of the lineup for the Vancouver Canucks. That's impressive. And then Dakota Joshua as well. Uh, these guys at the bottom of the lineup, it's nice to see them have some success here. And even Curtis Lazar, like that whole fourth line, you could say is just like, that's a fourth line I can get behind for a few years, right? Like, Look, honestly. you didn't ask me to make a list. You said, what's your biggest surprise of the season? Well, I put a list in here for some okay, talking yeah, points. You yeah, you got a list right down to the, well, the equipment manager just doing a great job. I'm what really about, surprised uh, about that. Yeah, he's been good to you. <laughs> I seen yeah two bags that he was carrying today at once two full hockey bags. Shout out Pat O'Neill, Red Hamilton. It wasn't Pat. Pat does a good job. Pat's been here forever. Yeah, he has been here forever, but uh, he's not a bag carrier anymore. He's a he's graduated Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get to a quick prospect report, and then we'll get to our Betway bets, uh, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, or no, quickly, yeah. Before I get to the prospects, what did I have? I saw a question here about uh, Cam Allen. Yeah. I think that uh, this draft doesn't have a ton of right D prospects. I think Allen's going to end up being the top guy, and he probably goes in the top 10 because there's nobody else. Um, ASP might be interested to see where he goes uh, from out in Sweden. He's been scoring like crazy. I, I put the stat in uh, in an article the other day. I think that like his team is like 11-1-1 when he plays, and without him, they are like a, a, have a losing record. So he's been damn impressive uh, in the SHL as a 17-year-old. So keep an eye on that. Uh, but yeah, Cam Allen probably, you know, I think the Canucks might be able to add like ASP with their uh, with their late round pick if they end up trading and getting a first year for Horvat. So it'll be interesting to see if they want to go the right D direction that way. But 
if they are picking in the top 10, I, I don't think you really want to go for, for Allen in this draft. Like you have so much other talent to get it forward. Uh, and yeah, I don't think that you want, unless you're like sitting at 12 and he's there, maybe that's an option. I also haven't seen a ton of him play mostly highlights and stuff and just kind of following uh, what some other people are saying about him. So I don't want to say that I've seen Allen play a ton uh, from shift to shift stuff. So uh, prospects report, uh, Philip Johansson scored today. You came in here quads. When you came into the studio, you saw me cursing the SHL. I'm mad at the SHL now too. So it's another, you know, one of these mega corporations like them and everybody else, they're all out to get me. I still haven't seen my passport from the government. I don't know when that's coming in here. But uh, once again, the the hardworking man, me, gets uh, pushed down again. So the SHL, they're screwing me over here. Um, I'll have a talk with some. I know some people in the in the league. I'm gonna all right, let's go. Come on, hurry up. Anyways, Philip Johansson, he scored a goal today. And uh, this is the only thing I could clip. I got a Louis Erickson uh, empty net goal, which I uh, didn't get a chance to put on to the show here. But I'll, maybe I'll play it tomorrow. Everybody can watch Louis Erickson's... Uh, you know, 150 foot empty net goal. Just quickly, a, a star. Quickly, not to interrupt you, but uh, Gary Bettman spoke today at the NHL Board of Governors meeting. Salary cap is probably going up by a million next year. Not sure. great news for the Canucks, uh, as it's hard for teams to do business in a flat cap environment in terms of trades. Nobody wants the Canucks players, it seems like. And look, like I'll be interested to see. Um, is there a fire down there? Sorry, I just got nah. so distracted. There's like eight fire trucks right there. I don't see any smoke though. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can't see it on the camera. Sorry, total distract. That that's that's my bad. Maybe I should. Uh, I'll zoom the camera in there. Well, you 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 go on with your positives uh, or your prospects report. Excuse me, but I just did want to get in that uh, Gary Bettman said not only that, but he also said that digital board board ads oh, uh, make the game more watchable. Uh, he said he said that was the uh, polling data. I'd, I'd be curious to see who voted in that poll. Poll. Show yourselves. We just want to talk. That's all right. Um, I'm done. Wrap it up. Let's go. All right. Yeah, I was going to ask about the meeting. I didn't uh, have any time for that. I got to. I got to get my TikTok together here. Uh, uh, no other prospects to wrap up. We'll have uh, some more kind of as the week goes on because Abbotsford's got a bunch of games here coming up. Uh, so you'll probably see a bunch of starts from uh, from Archer Seelovs, your boy. We'll see if he gets any more of those uh, shutouts. Or can I? Am I allowed to say that he plays tomorrow? Can I say nope. shutout? Nope. Okay. Well, he's, he plays tomorrow. All right. Betway. 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 Let's do this. Alex, get it up. Pull it up, Alex. Betway, uh, what do we got today? Uh, Kucherov or Matty Beniers? Is this from yesterday? No. Is this from yesterday? No. Is Didn't like... I do Seattle yesterday? No. You did Montreal yesterday. Don't get me started. The... All right. Just, just go. Let's go. Betway, Betway, Betway. Uh, Kucherov, yeah, no, it's an either or. Did I do this yesterday? No, okay, never mind. Uh, Kucherov or Matty Beniers to score in this one, minus 175. Ten bucks will get you 1571. I just like rolling with these either or. It makes you pay attention, and uh, even if you just catch it in the highlights after. Uh, and then the other one. You crack. might have done this yesterday. No, if, you didn't do this yesterday. The viewer, they play today. Well, if the future viewers watching tomorrow, then it. Yeah. Oh, Alex is getting technical. Technical yeah, producer. Alex, can you put the menu behind Fable? No, while he don't does put it? the menu up there again. <laughs> Second bet. Cracking to win. Over 6.5 total goals uh, in the game. And Jared McCann to score. And I feel, you know what? I feel like I did. Did Seattle play Tampa like last week? Why am no. I getting such like a. I don't, dude, you're getting crazy deja vu. They, yeah. I swear you did Montreal yesterday. It was Montreal, Calgary. I swear I've done like cracking a win over 6.5 in McCann goal. I feel like I did that last week. No, this is this. They, they played tonight. Didn't hit. So we'll hit it this week. We'll they hit played it tonight. Today. Yeah. I know they played tonight. Okay. Betway, Betway, Betway. Yeah, Betway, plus. Betway. I am. Uh, we crushed this. I'm. I, I'm lost. Head in the clouds. Yeah. Well, right. head in the clouds. Yeah, right. Oh, we could get a cl- cloud. <laughs> What's going on here? Hey, who's that? Tennessee. 
Syracuse? Who's that over okay, there? Okay, enough, enough. Gators? This, this is horrible for the podcast listeners. I just realized your headband is orange uh, on your headphones. Anyways, uh, we'll close it out there. We'll talk tomorrow. Morning skate in oh, Calgary. Fuck. Not a busy week for the Canucks, is it? No. no. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, for my co-host, Chris Faber. switch seats. <laughs> Quads, you need to go and sit where Faber is. Right now? Right now. Yeah, you guys got to swap. Okay, right. we're switching seats on Alex's... Hey, this, uh, this is the, the time I'm not wearing my Pokemon shorts, so that's good. My fiance's not going to kill me. Okay, well, yeah, come over here, Quads. Let's go. The people on... This is horrible for the podcast. You just... I know what he's... He's got something in the background for you. That's all it is. All right, what do you got, Alex? I'll talk us through. Your Quads has no uh, headset I got on. I no headset. I got no mic. So there's, yep, there's Quads How there. Quads is like freezing. <laughs> I thought you were gonna put you behind. I heard you're wearing the same thing, Alex. That's me. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm back in the Give shot. The so I can wrap this up. All right. Wrap it up. All right. All right. For my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer Alex Lard, who's up to some shenanigans today. Uh, my name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation, delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.